Hi, I'm Fred. I'm Adrian. And, and we're, we're F&A. F&A. This is your first time here. Welcome. And make sure you hit that subscribe button. And feel free to drop us a line in the comments and reviews. Because that's what helps us continue to do what we do. And what we're doing today is uh, we got a little bit of a mix yeah, of, we, of stories today. Yeah, we got a, a, a mix of stuff. Mix of stuff. Mix of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We got some some true news. I got some true, some true news. Some true. That shit really happened. That yeah, it actually then, happened. Uh, what else? We got? we got some entertainment news. Entertainment. Yep. Uh, personal, personal stories. Still a couple personal stories. Yeah, yeah. But you know, you know, recently, um, recently, I've been checking out the Tom Segura's your mom's house. <laughs> while I'm out and about driving. That that is a funny, 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 funny show. Him and his wife crack me up. Yeah. What her, her name's Chris, Christine? Christina Pazinski. Christina Pazinski. And Tom Shigura and your mom's house. And they do it's a podcast mm-hmm. and they also uh put everything up on YouTube. Yeah. And wow. I mean, they're no holds barred. Exactly. Is that the saying? No holds barred? I think. I don't know. Let me know in the comments how the fuck that goes. <laughs> Um, yeah, they they basically just put it all out there. Though. Oh, it's they don't it, give a shit. No, not at all. I mean, everything and, and I love is it. on the table. Yep, and it is very funny. Yeah, for the most part, they don't care if you're offended. They don't care if you know you're ecstatic. Like they just don't care. It's no. what they want to talk about, what they want to do, and that's and that's it. it. And that's, and it's great. And it's great. And that's what I want to do here. <laughs> they're hit or miss, though. We were trying yeah. to find some good some good uh, clips this morning. Videos, yeah, and uh, what was it? The best, best of their TikTok reactions, yeah. And it was—I don't think it was this video. It wasn't put out by them Mm-mm. personally. It was a fan uh, compilation, yeah. And it was mostly misses, yeah. Christina, it was all her videos, and I mean, a couple of them were pretty funny. A couple of them were funny, but I noticed Tom. Tom was like grunting. Tom gets. The good TikToks, I think. Yeah. Like, he normally will find the dark humor ones. Right. Because she even tells him, she's like, you go a lot darker than I do, you know? Oh, yeah. She finds, like, cute, you know, videos or whatever, and it's like, I get it. Yeah. You know, she's a girl, but I like the dark humor. Dark humor. The darker humor. Yeah. Couldn't even talk right there and then. That's okay. But, um, yeah, basically... There we go with basically again. Basically. I ain't going to say basically. How many times, I tell you what, if you're listening and you feel like counting, let me know in the comments how many times she says basically I've been doing throughout better with this that. episode. I've been doing better with that, right? I know you have. Yeah, been watching. What do I say a lot? Mm. Specifically. You say specifically a lot, you'll go, um. You know what I mean? Um. Um, yeah, I got to get rid of the ums. Um, 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 um. Um, 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 um. Oh, uh, you know who else? It's not, it's either um or ah. Uh. Ah. Uh. I think it's ah. Uh. The freaking press secretary, uh, Jen Psaki. Yeah. Every time, watch her uh, press conferences or uh, whatever. Okay. Every other thing, it's uh, and uh, and we'll uh, uh, constant. Well, constant. To be honest, if you pay attention mm-hmm. for it, a lot of people have re- repetitious words. Yeah, most, that's true. Most people have a set of words that they 
used constantly. I use like a lot. I'll do like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, Mo- yeah. I'll be like, and you know, like. Like this. I had a, yeah. a, a teacher in elementary school that that drove him absolutely insane. Oh, I had a teacher like that too. <laughs> she it, would, she would it, say, all right, we're not, um, oh, she, she would say something like, we're not Valley girls or whatever. Yeah. She'd be like, see, like, yeah. yep. Yep. <laughs> At this Stop point in 2021, like. it's just a part of everybody's, it's oh, part of yeah. the English language. Yeah, everybody says yeah. like. Anyways, um, here we go with the ums. Um, Not last night, okay. night before. Uh-huh. I had sleep paralysis. Ooh. Anybody listening, if you've ever had it, you know what that's like. I think most people have had that. Most at least, people. At least once in their life. It's For those of you that don't know, which I'm sure pretty much everybody does, yeah. it's based... Nah, I caught myself. Uh, it's where you you can't move. Okay. You're you're almost paralyzed. You can hear everything around you. Like you know what's going on. You're half asleep and half awake. Right. That's what they say. Okay. You're not like in the REM state. What's uh, it feel like to you personally? Personally? You feel awake. I feel I feel my like my eyes are closed and I could still be half dreaming. Okay. But I can hear everything around me. Right. And then there's times where, yeah, I'm awake. I know that I'm awake, but my eyes are still shut and I can hear like the TV going if you're playing a game or mm. whatever. Right. And I want to move like just a toe or, or a finger or something. Like I want to scream. Like in Kill Bill, wiggle your big toe. Yeah. It it was horrible. Yeah, it was I, horrible. I hate when that happens. When it happens to me, I I feel like I'm a, I'm fully awake. My eyes mm-hmm. are closed mm-hmm. because I can't open them. Yeah, I can't move anything. Mm-hmm. But I am fully aware of everything yeah. going on around me. Yeah, and it's like you want to scream, "Help me, please!" Well, somebody wake me up. A couple times, and it normally happens to me when I'm super tired, mm-hmm. like really tired. That's when I'll end up getting it but remember those couple times that i would be you, you would hear me like going like because mm, 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 mm. uh-huh. in in my mind in my dream whatever i'm screaming but i can't get it out right in the dream like you know in a dream you're trying to yell you try to run you can't or how about how about when you're dreaming and you get in a fight and you try and punch somebody <laughs> And oh. you couldn't be the it couldn't be a weaker punch. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah, and it's like everything. Everything's in slow motion. Oh, trying to run, especially yeah. when when you're being chased in a dream, it's the worst because you're trying to run. I will literally like in my dreams get on like all fours, like trying to use my hands to get everything, me to go. Yeah, everything in you to pull yourself forward. It, ever since I w- was a young boy, and I seen. Uh, a nightmare on Elm Street. The yeah. first one. Yep. I'll I'll have these dreams, mm-hmm. and it's not like a Freddy Krueger nightmare, but like it's the same thing. I'm trying to run away from something or mm-hmm. just running, and I'll get the marshmallow steps. Yeah. Remember when Nancy was trying to run upstairs? The the stairs turned into and that they turned muck. into like a like marshmallow muck. Yeah, it, it was, was like they muck. turned into yeah. marshmallows, and she's trying to pour her foot up. It always looked it. like sticky concrete to me. Marshmallows. <laughs> well, I I was looking at um, sleep paralysis 
research online. Okay. And some old school beliefs were that it was demons that would sit on the chest of sleepers. Ew. So whenever you get sleep paralysis, they said that was demons sitting on your chest. And other beliefs were... Phenom- Be gone, demons! <laughs> other beliefs were phenomena um, such as ghost, alien visits, demonic yeah. possession, Ugh. the night hag, and shadow people. Well, just throw some leeches on them. They'll be all right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, speaking of um, not-so-great news, okay. I'm sure everybody, I mean, everybody around the world has been following this case of uh, Gabby Petito. Gabby Petito. Yeah. Poor girl. I know. For those of you that don't know the full story, I'll just give you a quick rundown on, um, let's see. It was in, okay, it was Gabby and, and her boyfriend, Brian. Uh, laundry. Okay. Sorry, I had a brain fart there. They they wanted to travel across the U.S. Okay. And she had a sleeper van where, like, the back of the van was a yeah. bed and everything. Like like the old Cavalier coach? Yep. Okay. Kind of, but it was a newer version. Right. Um, they left in July, and they left from New York, and they ended up, like, in, I think it was Wyoming. Okay. Yeah. So... Through mid-August, um, there were actual domestic abuse reports. Um, this is what started things starting to get fishy. Okay. In mid-August, there, like I said, a domestic abuse uh, was reported. Somebody saw them at a, in front of a restaurant or something, I think, and they saw him slapping her. Okay. So somebody called 911 and right. said, hey, Obviously. they're in a white van, blah, blah, blah. So the cops pulled him over. And there was a body cam, and they released the body cam after Gabby was reported missing. Okay. And then the body cam, Gabby, you could see she was very upset and was crying. She said that um, her and Brian, you know, being together for, like, how many months was that? Like, it's from July to September. I mean, that's... It was like four months. Yeah. So that's a long time to be together, and I understand, you Three know, months. yeah, tensions can mm-hmm. get high and everything. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You put you put two people that aren't used to being around each other. Well, like they live put, together, uh, and you put them in a confined space. Yeah, and yeah. They're with each other twenty four seven. There's bound to be conflict. Yes. Yeah. So not to excuse his actions. You, you should never hit no. a woman. But. When the cops were questioning them, Brian was saying that it was Gabby that was hitting him. And she did admit to, I guess she hit him with her phone or something. But I'm thinking it was self-defense. So the cops ended up separating those two. They put Brian in a hotel and had her sleep in her van. Was there any uh, drugs or alcohol involved with this? No. 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 None at all. He's a sober dickhead. Yeah, pretty much. So... Yeah, like I said, he stayed in the hotel, she stayed in the van. And on August 25th, that was the last of the photos that were shown on her Instagram. And that was the last time that her mom talked to her. So after a few days, her mom didn't hear from her or anything, and she filed a missing persons report. Right. On September 1st, Brian comes home without Gabby, and he came home in her van. In her van. In her van. Right. So 
September 11th is when she was reported missing, and then on September 19th, that's when her body was found in Grand Teton National Park in Wyoming. Oh, wow. They, they did the autopsy, and the autopsy concluded that it was a homicide. Mm-hmm. After, how, how, how? How was she killed? That's the thing. We don't know yet. They didn't okay. release that. Okay. So after they uh, started the search. I'm, I'm sure they're, they're saving that type of information to use whenever they do get this dude. Yeah. Cause and Brian, interrogate him. Yeah. Because what happened was as soon as he got home without Gabby, the parents, Gabby's parents and family and stuff were trying to talk to him to be like, what the hell? Where's Gabby at? He lawyered up, and the lawyer said they're not talking. So Brian's parents and himself were not saying one word. They weren't trying to help Gabby's parents or anything in the search. And they lawyered up already. They lawyered up already before she was even reported oh, wow. missing. Yeah. yeah. So so that kid that kid what came home and he was like, "Yo, Dad, I got something I need to tell you." That's what I think happened. And you're not going to be happy, mm-hmm. right? And he let it all out, and he told his father, and the parents are they're, they're, they're covering for him. Yeah, yeah. Why else would you get lawyers? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Why else? And not only that, it was a few days later after um, – <laughs> it was a few days later that he came home. He goes out uh, – his parents say that he went to this. Um, that little chuckle that she just did. She was laughing at me because I'm mad at my microphone. She's yes. not laughing at the situation. No, no, no. Going no, on. No. He supposedly he went to this swamp and it's like so many thousands of acres and it's in Florida. Uh, so, right. you know, everybody doesn't believe that he actually went there. We think that the parents told the cops that. To throw them off the scent to give him because it was like they gave him like nine days. Yeah, point him in the opposite direction. Yeah, yeah. So Gabby's best friend, she said that Brian actually used to go um, camping and stuff in the Appalachian Mountains, right? For like three months by himself. Right, right. So this this, he's not just like your average camper. No, right. He's not just you know he's an outdoors your weekend warrior going out and renting a cabin or just you know pitching a Walmart tent. Yep. This dude knows how to survive in the woods. Yes, absolutely. Okay. How old is he, by the way? Uh, she was twenty two. I believe he's twenty three. Oh wow. So they got <laughs> well, the FBI didn't, but Dog the Bounty Hunter is on the case and he's looking for him. And he even said he believes that he's in the Appalachian Mountains. Mm-hmm. So better watch out, dude. Dogs coming for oh, you. Oh yeah. So they already had the memorial for Gabby and everything, and I just feel so bad for her such parents. A, such a tragic story. It so, is so far. I mean, so it, far it's, we don't know. We don't know what's happening. What happened? Yet. Yeah. And um, but I tell you what, if this dude is out in the woods, just like we watched that thing with dog this morning, he he goes, what's he gonna do against our technology? Yeah, basically, because he's not Arnold Schwarzenegger. He yeah. can't cover himself in mud and hide in the leaves. Yeah, you know, we got no matter what he tries to cover himself with, mm-hmm. infrared will pick him up. Oh yeah, but and I'll say this from you know we grew up in the Appalachians, mm-hmm. a, a portion of it in mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know west west central Pennsylvania area. Yep, and just in this area alone, I can tell you for a fact there are cave systems oh yeah that 
I mean, they go for miles and miles and miles. And there's there's caves out there that um, are unexplored or unmapped, uh-huh. you know. So, I mean, there's a lot of possibilities for this dude. Who, he could crawl that, up into a cave and fucking die. Who knows? Well, some people were actually saying they think he might have killed himself. Walked off somewhere and took his own life. I don't think so because for this dude to do this and then come home without Gabby and, you know, the whole story. He seems like a coward and um, I think he's on the run. Yeah, and he, he doesn't want to die. He, yeah, he's going to get caught eventually. You can't be on the run like that forever. He's going to slip up. Eventually, he's going to slip up. Yeah, right now, he's, get he's still, you know, it's all new and the adrenaline's going. But eventually, they, they all well, slip up. after time goes by, and, I mean, this has been proven through studies that it's human nature. Um, say things are going well for him, mm-hmm. right? And he's getting away, and let's say six months has gone by, and he's still on the run. Mm-hmm. He will become complacent. At one point or another, which means he will get set in a routine and he'll be doing the same things Mm -hmm. over and over and over because he's gotten away and they haven't found him. Mm -hmm. And this is what he's doing. So let's just keep doing the same thing. Yeah. Right. Uh, And eventually that's what will end up getting him caught is just becoming complacent. He won't be as as alert. Mm -hmm. He won't be watching his back as well. Yep. I mean, I don't know this dude or, you know, much about him, but, you know, a 23-year-old male, I mean, yeah, he's going to become complacent, and that ultimately that's what's going to get him caught. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so but, I hope they find him. I hope uh, they find for, him sooner than later. Hey, just real quick, let's just take a, a, a quick moment, send prayers to the family of this young lady. Oh, yeah. Um, It's such a... Having daughters, mm-hmm. I mean, hearing this story, it, it, it it's, it's a, home. It, a little home. bit, yeah. a little bit, and it really makes you think, you know, so um, if you're lucky enough out there to have have a young, young, young ones in your life, grab them today and give them a hug and oh, yeah. tell them how much you love them and mm-hmm. let's send a prayer to, to this family. Yes. Uh, or what, whatever you do to send, send your love, send your love to this family. Mm-hmm. I I know that she's she's in in paradise right now, and her I believe that you know her family will see her again okay. when it's their time. So, all well, right. So I don't really know how to segue out of that into something a little more pleasant, um, but the game I'm playing got some shitty things going on in it. <laughs> there you go. How about that? There you go. Um, last week I had mentioned that. I fell back in love with the Fallout franchise. Mm-hmm. I am still playing Fallout 76. Miss mm-hmm. Adrian here can attest to that. Yes, I can. Um, it's a great game. Um, I don't know what else to say about it, except for I've been a, a massive fan of the Fallout franchise. Yeah. I've played pretty much every single one. Um, <clears throat> speaking of that... If you have an Xbox and the Game Pass, the majority of the Fallout franchise is available to download for free. Ooh. Okay. Um, this one here, Fallout 76, takes place in West Virginia, which they call Appalachia. Okay? Appalachia. And 
it's a post-apocalyptic nuclear fallout type world. Yeah. Hence the word or the title fallout. Mm-hmm. Um, everything's destroyed. Uh, any any remnants of life still remaining on the surface is has mutated into something different because of the radiation because and everything the, because of the radiation and uh so that th- sets up uh you know good stories and uh the creatures and the creature design in the game is absolutely phenomenal they got this thing it's called a death claw it's been in every single game that's okay. the name of this creature okay and it's like this I don't even know what the, how to describe it. It's just a big, hairless, demon-looking monster with big teeth and claws. Okay. And uh, scary, huh? Scary. scary it's, a, it's a scary monster. Scary monsters. Now, like I said, this one's in takes place in West Virginia. And for the first time in, that I can remember, the, the likeness of... The game world mm-hmm. with in real life world is I've never seen anything like it. Uh, well, you were showing me the pictures from what is that like a hotel or um, um well, it was uh, the White Whitechapel Hotel or Whitechapel Resort. Yeah. Okay. It's a place in the game. Very ritzy looking place. Yeah. It's like a yeah. like a you know a ritz five star resort. Right, like, big, like a country big, club, big or hotel and a golf course. Yeah, like country club. Yes, nice. Well, uh, I showed you a video this morning where they showed you a side by side comparison of the real life building and the building in the game. It was unreal, inside and out. Mm-hmm. The layout inside the building is exactly yeah, the same. It is, and this is just one instance of multiple things that they. I mean, they took the time to really flesh out in this game. Um, there's a small town called Helvita, okay? Helvita, okay. <clears throat> and this can kind of give you an example. I mean, any any developer can take a landmark, right? Mm-hmm. Capital building, big resort, and replicate something like that. Yeah. Okay. Now, Helvita is a blink of an eye, and you'll miss it, rural town in West Virginia. Okay. All right, like you're, you're driving down a woodsy road, and then all of a sudden, there's like five houses and a yeah. post office, and then you're back in the mountains. Got places and the woods. like that around here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Well, in the game, or I should say, in the, in real life, there's a yellow building, yeah, house, and there's a giant woodshed connected to this house that's full of wood. Yeah, it's exactly the same in the game. There's this big yellow house that has a huge woodshed. Full, full wood, which is a resource that you need to collect in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can collect it there. Pretty neat. Pretty the, neat. The attention, the detail yeah. is, is pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, like I said, you got to collect different resources. Um, you know, wood, water, copper, screws. I mean, you name it. There's a shit, shit ton of different resources that you need to collect in order to craft weapons, armor, Shelter, um, upgrade your stuff. Uh, you can, pl- you know, you could uh, plant your own crops mm-hmm. to you know, then create food that you can cook and yada yada yada. I mean, it's really in depth. You got to eat food and drink water. 
to keep those levels up or else you'll start losing health. you got to deal with radioactive areas, so you'll get radiation poisoning. And then for the first time out of the entire uh, franchise, this is a uh, an, like an MMO. It's a massive multiplayer online experience mm-hmm. where you go into this world and you can choose whether or not you want to do a player versus player experience where you run into somebody else and it's going to be game on. You are going to fight each other. Yeah. Or the way I personally like to play, it's more of a player versus versus environment mm-hmm. scenario. And when you run into people, you work together. Ah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Um, another cool thing, since it is a, a multiplayer game, and it is based on a, uh, a, a post-apocalyptic nuclear world, mm-hmm. you can drop nukes on each other. <laughs> and I'm telling you, it takes out like an entire section of the map when you drop a nuke. That's insane. A, a little alert, uh, like a like a uh, like a military siren will go off. Yeah, and it'll say "death from above," and you have three minutes to check your map. And if you're in that area, you better get the fuck out because you will die. Oh, jeez! And you'll lose all your shit. And then you got to wait. I, I don't know how long it takes, but there's like a, a radioactive fallout. In that in, in that area, okay. so you can't go back to that area for like an hour. Mm-hmm. So, well, sounds exciting. It is. It is for me, for and, you, yeah. and I'm sure some of the listeners out there are enjoying it just as much as I am. I'm excited for um, the new uh, what's it called, Left for Dead. Back for Blood. Yeah, that's what yes. I'm excited for. Yes, that comes next month, right? The beginning of October here in like a, two weeks, I think. Really? October, I don't know. October 12th seems to stick in my head for some reason. That's my mama's birthday. Is it? Yep. I believe it's somewhere around there, plus or minus the 12th of October. And the cool thing is you said, what, on Xbox it'll be for free? If you have Xbox. Yeah. Or PC, and you have the Xbox Game Pass. Which we do. Which we do, because yeah. our daughter has an Xbox, Yep, and I play on PC, and the Xbox Game Pass works on both. Okay. So that, uh, the Back for Blood will be for free if you have the, if you meet those requirements, if you have the Game Pass yeah, so and an we, Xbox or a PC. We would only have to buy one for the PlayStation. Yes. And because then- we... You know, we have the two daughters and the two of us, so then all four of us can play. And you can actually oh, yeah. play through, like, an Xbox and a, and a PlayStation. The, the cro- cross-play. Yeah. Yes. <coughs> Excuse me. That's the cool thing I like. Yes, I'm very excited. Yeah. Look out, zombies. I'm going to fucking annihilate We're your coming ass. for you. We're yep. coming for you. We got, we got a deep history with the Left 4 Dead franchise oh, it's th- as well. I kicked ass in that game. Back in the day. When you and I first got together, mm-hmm. and I was still in the army, yep. in the evenings, when I would come home, we'd be chilling in our apartment in yep. Phoenix City, Alabama, mm-hmm. and uh, we had one of the first, like, we had this flat screen, it was like a 36-inch flat screen, but it was about two foot deep, remember that thing? <laughs> yes, I, I think it was a 720p was the, was the highest it went, Yep, and it was beautiful, mm-hmm. and we played Left 4 Dead 1. Uh, religiously, 
oh, every night yeah. for what about six months. Oh, we yeah. just constant, constant. And then played. Left for Dead Two came out. Mm-hmm. We jumped on that one naturally. Yeah, played it for a few months. Yep. And then I, we, you know, we kind of drifted away. Yeah, it started getting, you know. And they've had old. they've had a few games since then where they it's like they tried to replicate that experience yeah but it sucked but it, it just they never sucked. quite hit the the mark mm. right um world war z was a game yeah I, I remember playing it i wasn't too thrilled with um the the dead island games yeah that's right i forgot about that not they were probably the closest but still just didn't quite hit the mark yeah Back for Blood, we played the beta when it dropped a month or two ago. And there were so many people playing the beta. And it was phenomenal. Yep. It was phenomenal. We didn't even make it through the, the whole way through the first level. No, it was so fucking hard. But like I said, uh, it's it's designed that way. Yeah, you're going to lose. You're going to lose your first few times, unless you're you're doing the run with somebody that's yeah. high level. But you'll gradually rank your character up and get better gear. It's that one part where you have to explode the tank and then you cross, go. And then you cross the bridge. Just to get on the boat. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. There's just, there's too many well, no, I made, and shit. I made it across the bridge, through the boat. Okay. You get to the top of the boat and go to the other side where there's more land. Okay. Then... You meet up with some soldiers, and they oh, tell right. you, you got to run back inside that fucking boat that's full of zombies. That's right. And plant these explosives to blow the boat up mm. so the zombies can't keep coming through. Yeah, that's right. I do and remember it, you getting to that part. It is fucking relentless, dude. Because they don't stop. No. They do not stop. And that's they when, don't let up at all. And, and that's when all the bigger ones start coming, too. Yep. You got the big fat ones that explode, and then you had that tall lanky one with the weird looking arm oh jeez you guys gotta check it out yes. when it comes out next month yes it's awesome back for blood and we will be back for blood yeah when it comes out and who knows we may be playing with some of you guys if you if you're on hell yeah hell yeah, yeah. i tell you what let's get that game out we'll get it set up we'll drop our gamer tags for you guys yep. and uh you can play with us game on yeah that'll be fun all right <laughs> What is next? What is next? What is what? Next? What do you have for us? I have um, a show. Oh yeah! That I watched and you half watched. Yeah, I didn't catch the first. Well, you seen the little parts of it. Yeah. See, I yeah. Gave, I showed you like the best of real. Okay. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a foreign. This show. is usually how it goes down with. With the foreign stuff. With the foreign uh, shows or movies, he will watch them, and then he will explain it to me, and then he'll be, like, explaining, like, a good action part, yeah. and he'll go, here, I'll, I'll just put on the part and show you. Yeah. And then I'll watch those parts, and then I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool, and then he's like, do you want to watch, <laughs> you know, the whole episode? I'm like, nah, I got the gist of it. And then, well, but then by the, like... For this instance, it was a series. By yes. the end of the series, I had her fully invested. Yes, I was I was watching it. Fully invested, sitting there watching the last episode. Yes. Um, go ahead. It, now, Squid Game. Yeah, that's the title of it. Well, yeah. Squid Game on Netflix is a nine-episode series. Um, this is, I'm just going to kind of review with some semi-spoilers, but nothing that's going to ruin the ending. 
Yeah, nothing that's going to give too much away or anything. Because this really was a pleasant surprise mm-hmm. for me. Um, like I said, this is a nine-episode series, and we follow a man named Xiong Ji Hun. Um, I probably butchered that. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, South Korean man down on his luck. He's a gambling addict, and he's the he's a father, but he's divorced, mm-hmm. right? Uh, he owes more than he can manage. He's he's in deep with the sharks. Uh, there's actually a, a part where um, he has to sign over his like the rights to his his organs to this to, to these sharks because he can't pay the money. And they're like, if you don't pay us this money in the next two weeks, then we're gonna come take your kidneys and your eyes. Oh my god! Yeah, it was crazy. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. It's a, uh, yeah, he, he, he owes these sharks a bunch of money, and then he ends up finding himself taking part in this series of games that will totally change his life forever if he can survive the experience. Mm. All right. So in the very first episode, it kind of mashes all this together to show you who this guy is and what his struggles are. Okay. He's the gambling addict, yada, yada, what I just explained. Um, after we see how much trouble this man is in, then we see him run into some stranger where uh, he ended up gambling with him over this. I forget the name of the game, but they basically had these two colored cards and they yeah. were throwing them at each other and you had to flip the other one over. Ultimately, he ended up he lo- lost a whole bunch of times and won once. Yeah. This strange man ended up giving him this card with a number on it, which he called, and they came and got him, and he wakes up up, and he wakes up in the middle of nowhere, not knowing how he got there, and he has six days to play a series of six games, and if he makes it through, then he'll win a whole shit fuck ton of money. Yep. Right. Yep. The very first game that they are the, that they are told to play is red light, green light. Isn't it a series of uh, kids' games that they yeah, played? It, they over don't there? really tell you that right off the get, but yeah, yeah they they eventually yeah, they're all kids' games that they used to play when they were young over yeah. in um, South Korea. South Korea, yeah. but they, it also translates to just kids' games in general. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, red light, green light. We all remember that game. Oh yeah, you you got your your runners, and then you got one person that looks away, and they'll say red light. And you, everyone has to freeze. Green light, then everyone got to run towards mm-hmm. the person. Red light, green light, you stop and go, stop and go. So there was, what, 400-some people. 456. 456 participants yep. in this game at the very beginning. And this was the part that he showed me, because you were talking yes. about the first episode, yes. and you were like, you've got to see this part, yes. red light, green light. Yes. And all I got to say is, I was like, holy shit. Yes. Yeah. I was not expecting this. No. Um, I went into this series knowing absolutely nothing yeah. about it. And uh, red light, green light, 456 contestants. They bring them out into this open field, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it, was, it was a very strange design because the walls were all painted like it was outside, like the scenery. It looked like they were outside, but you could see the corners and mm-hmm. shit. 
And then on the other side of this field, there was one tree, two guards, and a tall robot. Yeah, it was like, it looked like... um, Like a little girl. Yeah. And the head on this robot would swivel and would call out red light, green light. So they tell the contestants the rules of the game. And they say, if you are caught moving after red light is called, you will be eliminated. Right? Mm-hmm. Pretty simple. Just like the game. Mm-hmm. You're out. So the robot, there was, well, they showed two guys in the front kind of like jerking each other off. Yeah. And, you know, I'll beat you. I'm going to get there first. They yell green light. And and the robot's head is facing away from them face, when facing away. it's green light. Yeah. Facing away. And this kid takes off running. And the robot's head turns around and goes, red light. And he kind of stumbles when he stops. Yeah. And they zoom in on this robot's eyes, and it's going all fucking googly and shit. Yeah. And zeroes in on him because they see him moving, and then they shoot him. Yeah. Shot him. He falls over, and everyone's just kind of like they, they're not. They didn't. They don't know what's going on yet. Yeah. They right. They have no idea why he fell. They have no idea yep. why he fell, and his buddy's like, "Hey, dude, stop jerking off. Mm-hmm. Get up. Let's go." So then they call. Green light, and the buddy runs up to see what's going on and sees the blood and turns around and takes off fucking running. Right? Well, that's that's when uh, when he got up to him, that's when the robot turned around and said, red light. And that's when his buddy well, coughed up the blood, and he was like, yeah. what the fuck? And, and he turned, and turned around, around started took running. off running. He gets shot. And then the whole crowd goes into a panic. And everybody starts running. And it is a slaughter fest. Yeah. And the robot's eyes are like, you said, going all googly. All googly. She's zooming in on who's moving. And she couldn't, like, keep an eye on. So you've seen all these guns from the guards up on the walls on the higher part. And they're just taking everybody out. Taking them all out. Oh, my God. I was not expecting this. No. I was nowhere near ready for what was about to go down. Yeah. And by the end of that game, more than half of them were eliminated. Yeah. it was More than half of them. It was fucking insane. Now, one thing I wanted to point out, too, and this is the reason why um, I wasn't, like, into the foreign, you know, films and shit. You either have to read them. Or, like, with the English subtitles, or they will dub in the voices over. And that's what this show is. If you can get past... Well, you you can choose. Oh, you You can choose? choose. You can can either watch it dubbed, or you can watch the original with the subtitles. Oh. Yes. Okay, I didn't know that. You can choose. Okay. Whichever you prefer. Personally, myself, I like to see what's happening... Instead of, yeah. Instead of reading. Um, Sometimes I will revisit certain uh uh shows or, or movies mm-hmm. and I will watch it with the subtitles because you get a better feel for that actor's performance when you're hearing their actual voice. I'd like to check it out with, even yeah. even though it's another language. Mm-hmm. Um well f- for example when we watched um uh Train to Passon. Yeah. When we watched Train to Passon we watched that with subtitles. Yeah. And we were both crying at the end of that movie. Yeah, we were hooked. Yeah. We were hooked. And it was very, very good. And I don't think the impact would have been the same. If it was dubbed. If it was dubbed. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. So So. it's up to you guys, whichever you prefer. Yeah. But definitely check out Squid Game. Check out Squid Game. Let me get uh, just a 
a quick list of, of the games that you will get to see. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? No. No? No. Let I think that's too much of a spoiler. Yeah. I'll tell the you. Games, I'll, the I, games are fucked up. That's all you need to know. Yeah, you got red light, green light, the first game, and the rest of them are kids' games. Yeah. And guessing what the games are is kind of part of the show. Yeah. So... I'm not going to mention any other games. You will you will know some of the games, and other games you're not because it is like, uh, like I said. Well, it's the, cultural. Yeah. The, yeah. You know, there's different games in different countries that kids would play. And right. so, yeah, all of us know Red Light, Green Light, but there's one game that I was like, what the hell is this? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so, yeah, you guys definitely need to check it out, and then you will see the games, and you let us know what you guys thought of it because after the first episode, you will be hooked. Absolutely. What, uh, what would you What would you rate it out of ten? Out of ten? Yeah, I'm gonna give it an eight. I'll give that an eight, about an eight out of ten. I I agree, um, and because I hated the ending, I thought the ending sucked. Yeah, I'm not gonna say anything. Yeah, no, well, I'm not gonna. I liked. I liked. It's kind of a love-hate. Like, there was aspects of how it ended that I really liked, and there was aspects of it that I did not like. Yeah. Um, I'm going to leave it at that. Eight, yeah. out of, eight, eight out of ten. Okay. I agree. Eight out of ten. Yay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on. Uh, I checked out the new Star Wars Visions animated series on Disney+. Plus. I did not watch it. You watched part of the one episode. Part of the one. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's right. Remember, yeah, because I wanted to show you the animation. Yeah, it's honestly, like pencil I, or something. Out of the entire series, that was pretty much the only one that I really cared for. So you didn't care for the series? Not too much. Um, not completely throwing it away because there were um, there were two other episodes that weren't too bad. One in, or two in, the two in particular that I liked was the first one, which is called the Duel, and that's mainly because of the animation style. And I mean, the story was cool, but the animation style—I've never seen anything like that. It was almost like yeah. someone's sketchbook come to life. Okay, you know. Mm-hmm. And then there was another episode towards the end of the series called the Elder, and the that Elder. yeah, that one wasn't too bad. Um. The show, <clears throat> excuse me, the show itself is, it's like an anthology. Each episode is self-contained. Mm-hmm. Each one is anywhere from 13 to 20 minutes long. And each one, I believe, is uh, produced by a different animation studio. Okay. Okay. And th- and they're all like a, a Japanese animation style. So it's basically Star Wars anime. Okay. All right. Um, so each one has a different animation style, each one a different story, different tone. One of them, I mean, would have fit r- right in with, like, uh, uh, young children's Saturday morning cartoons. It was very, very kitty. you know Childish. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, overall, this series, I'm going to give it a four. Wow. Four, four out of ten. Normally, Star Wars, you're, like, yeah. all in, you well, know? The, and that's mainly because of the two that I did like. Yeah. But the rest of them you can just throw them away. Now, um, isn't there a new Mario Brothers? 
There is. Coming out? This is new news. New uh, news. We actually just heard about this uh, here recently. Well, I knew the movie was uh, being made. I had no idea until yesterday, wasn't it? But, uh, yes. Yesterday, we, we, we had found out they released the voice cast. Yeah. It was the voice cast announcement. And uh, we'll go through that real quick. As Mario... Because this, this is animated. It's going to be animated. It is, right? Yes, okay. yeah, that is correct. It's going to be an animated feature. Um, it's the first time Nintendo has done a full feature Mario Brothers film since that botched job back oh, in the Oh, that 90s. horrible one with um, Dennis Hopper and, and John and Leguizamo. Leguizamo. Yeah, however you say and, his name. Oh, what's, what, who was the dude that played Mario? Oh. He was a. Big actor back then. He was in Roger Rabbit. Yeah. And, um... I can't remember oh, his name. Shit. I know. I can't remember. Anyway, the... Look uh, it up real yeah, quick. look it up real quick. The, the voice cast announced for this new Mario Brothers animated movie. Um, we got Mario is going to be voiced by Chris Pratt. And the, okay. and the internet's already... On the prowl, attacking him. Real quick, Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins. That's yep. it. That's who played Mario. Big, big, big actor, late 80s, uh, early to mid 90s. Yeah. He's been in quite a few films. Yeah. Uh, Luigi is going to be voiced by Charlie Day from Always Sunny in Philly. Charlie Day. Bowser will be voiced by Jack Black. <laughs> we all know Jack Black. Yeah. Peach will be voiced by Anya Taylor-Joy. Uh, if you're not familiar with her, she was in Split. That was the um, M. Night movie with John, or uh, what's his name? Um, James McAvoy. Yeah. Yes. James McAvoy. James McAvoy, we had the multiple personalities. And she was the young girl. She was the young victim. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toad will be voiced by Keegan-Michael Key and Donkey Kong. By Seth Rogen. Oh, God. I'm sorry. <laughs> His laugh is so annoying. I know. I'm, I'm kind of over it myself. I'm so over Seth Rogen. Like, he, he plays the same character in every fucking movie. It's the same character. Yeah. Switch it up, dude. You're supposed to be an actor, you yeah. know? And the fucking laugh, it's like, God. Sorry. Don't care for him at all. Um. Well, I mentioned before the internet's already attacking Chris Pratt. There's all kinds of memes out there with you know they're putting the mustache on him and stuff, and you know because he doesn't really express his political opinions and he doesn't express them in the way that the rest of the Hollywood would like him to. Yeah, so of course he, they're going to fucking attack he, him. They uh, he he tends to get attacked from time to time, and I, it's bullshit. It is. It's, it's bullshit. I think all that stuff should be kept separate. Yeah, exactly. Keep politics out of fucking Hollywood. We don't watch your movies and your shows for your political opinion. Right. That's it. Um, that's pretty much all I have on on the Mario Brothers as of now. Okay. Um, we hear some more. We'll let you know. I think it's scheduled to release in December of next year. Okay. Alrighty. Um, we also seen a trailer for The Many Saints of New- Newark, which is going to be coming out here very soon on HBO Max. Which one was that? That's the Sopranos. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Prequel story. Yep, with Michael Gandolfini, which yeah. is James Gandolfini's son in real life. He's he, going to be playing 
Tony Soprano in the movie. You told me that. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yeah. And that that really that that news made my day that day. Cuz like I didn't know at first and I kept thinking God, they found a good actor to look like Gandolfini. Yeah. Like, he looks a lot like him, like a younger version. And then I just happened to look up the cast, and I seen Michael Gandolfini, and I'm like, holy shit, it's his actual son. It it is a a younger version. (laughs) It is a Gandolfini, after all. Um, Yeah. Who else? We've seen Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta. John Bernthal is going to be in it. I think he's going to be Tony's dad, uh, John. John Bernthal? Yeah, Johnny Boy. Okay. Um. Vera, um, Vera, oh, God, how the hell do you say her last name? Wow, we're really struggling today. I know, my God, normally I'm really good with Hollywood. Ortega or something? No, it's farm, farm (laughs) something. Ain't that like salsa? Vera Farmiga. Farmiga, what did I say? Ortega. Yeah. That's the salsa. She plays, um, Sylvia, um, Soprano, which was Tony's Mom. mom. Yeah. The bitch. Yeah, I, mean, I tell you what, they 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 show her in one of the trailers, and they made her look just like her. That like, and her voice and yeah. her her mannerisms, everything. I oh, mean, yeah. I was like, holy fuck, that's Tony Soprano's mom. She's an awesome actress. Yes, I mean, she, she has a, she has a very wide range of you know acting skills. What are you looking for? I was looking for that. Oh, your Marvel news. Is that where we're at? We're at the Marvel news, baby. This is the end. This is the end. This is the end. My friend. Hey, just real quick. For a man breaks oh, in right. your house and rapes you. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, we were we're still watching uh, Always, Sunny. Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And the other day we watched the episode where Dennis and Dee have a podcast. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was cracking up. So hard when was it D that kept hitting the sound effects or, kept, was, it, or yeah. was it Dennis? No, it, it was it D. Was, it was D. She kept hitting them, and he was like, "That doesn't even make sense. Stop it! Yeah, yeah. Stop it!" And then Frank came in and derailed the whole fucking. He's show. eating them crackers. <laughs> and then he was like, "Dennis goes before we go on air. You can't eat these crackers because it's too loud." Yeah, you know? and he's like, "All right." And then they start. And oh, the like, shit's like falling out of his mouth and. <laughs> He eats crackers like you eat crackers. Yeah, I do not. I'm not that bad. <laughs> I am nowhere near that bad. I do, yeah, I do yeah. tend to get shit. No, that, on me, but. that that episode was cracking me up because it, 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 it's us. Yeah, random sound <laughs> we're, effects. And we're, we're so f- all over the all place. All over the place, yep. Underprepared. And <laughs> I, there's like nobody even listening. <laughs> we do have some listeners. There's some, some, some guy in, in Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> well, howdy there, partner. Sven from Sweden. From Sweden. He and and he is. Uh, I'm living in a world of darkness. Yes, he is. I'm, <laughs> I'm living, living in, a in a world of darkness. Doesn't even make sense. <laughs> Marvel news. Marvel news. Uh, last Wednesday we we watched episode seven of What If. Yeah. This was What If Thor was an only child. Mm-hmm. Um. Real quick, before I get into it, what did you think of that episode versus the entire season? Where where do you think you put that one? Mm, I don't know. Zombies is still my favorite. Zombie was yeah, that was a still good one. Still my favorite. I mean, I like this one, but at yeah, but the what, same time, it was like it didn't. It was kind of boring. Yeah, like 
it was like everybody gets along and everybody's yeah. happy, cheery, and yeah. you know Thor, Thor and Captain Marvel fight, but it's like a friendly fight. Yeah, you know? it it was you know there and, were, there wasn't really any stakes. No, Loki right? was you know the giant freaking blue he, gray, fro- frost giant Loki frost giant. Yeah, and you know he's like, hey there, brother from another mother. Yeah, and, you know, and it's like, like I said, I liked it because like parts were funny, right. Um, but that's the only parts that I liked was mm. the funny parts, but I kind of thought and, it was and, stupid. And the way it ended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stupid. I think it's pretty much this episode was just a way to set up that ending. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, basically, like I said, what if Thor was an only child in this universe? Odin never uh, adopted Loki. Loki was left with the Frost Giants, and he grew up to be a Frost Giant. Yep. He's super big, just like they were in the film. And uh, Thor, not having a brother to interact with and kind of balance him out throughout life, uh, just does whatever the hell he wants to do. Yeah, he's a big partier. and Also, Odin, at the beginning, was going into his Odin sleep, where he sleeps for a long time to mm-hmm. rejuvenate his life. And as soon as he went to sleep, not only did Thor go, all right, it's time to go party, but so did Frigga, the, his mother. Yeah. And yep. she's like, I'm going to go drink Chardonnay with the ladies. Yeah. Right? Yep. So basically, you know, Odin goes to bed and everyone starts partying. Yeah. In this episode. It's like a free-for-all. Thor goes to Earth and starts partying there. And throughout all this, uh, you know, Earth is not happy about the partying because it's actually being... Uh, destructive yes. they're partying so they end up calling in Captain Marvel to put a stop to it and they battle a couple times but by the end of it everybody is friends mm-hmm. right we get a happy ending and I think that was the point you had to have a story that ended happy okay right especially after these last few episodes that have been ending so drastically oh yeah right yeah Killmonger wasn't our favorite no nah. but it was still a drastic end. He was yeah. a villain, and he came out on top. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, the zombie episode. That one was... Whoo, the man. zombies were coming out on top. The Doctor Strange episode it was was so depressing. Oh, my end. God, yeah. So we needed... One, we needed an episode that was a little lighter, a little lighthearted, and we needed something that was going to set up this ending with a happy ending. Yeah. Right? The Watcher. And... That's another thing. The Watcher is becoming more prevalent. Oh, yeah. I've noticed that. Each and every episode. Same with uh, our one daughter. She keeps noticing that. She was the first one to call that out. Yeah, she was. Mm -hmm. I was proud of her. (laughs) And um, so the Watcher, he's becoming more prevalent in each episode. And at the end of this, uh, spoilers um, for for what if, but at the end of this, we see the Watcher up in the clouds, Mm -hmm. right? And he's saying... And, you know, basically, and everyone lived happily ever after. Then he blinks, and then he goes, wait, what? And we see a portal open up, right? Yeah, that's right. this portal opens up, and this swarm of Ultron droids starts storming through, like an army of them coming through, followed by a Ultron vision, Mm -hmm. right? This is... Vision, it's not Vision, this is Ultron, if his plans succeeded, yeah, and he got that body for himself. Well, And then not only that, but he collected all the Infinity Stones. Yeah, because what's the episode name? What, what's the name for tomorrow's episode? Um, 
<clears throat> what if Ultron collected the Infinity Stones or something? I can't remember. Yeah, I think. What if Ultron's uh, plan worked or something? What if Ultron? Basically, won? what what if what if Ultron came out on top? Yeah, what if he won? Right. Yeah. Now, this is big. This episode is really big. One, because what if is considered MCU canon? Mm-hmm. Okay, which means that this has effects on the main live-action MCU timeline. Okay. For my fellow nerds out there, they know this. In the comic books, Mm -hmm. the Infinity Stones only work in their own universe. Okay. If the Infinity Stones were taken, like how we've been seeing these different timelines, Mm -hmm. right? If the Infinity Stones are taken from one universe to another... They are rendered obsolete. You can't have two sets of Infinity Stones working Infinity Stones in the same universe. Okay. This is in the comics. Okay. Okay? We thought that this is the way things were going in the MCU because in Loki, when they were at the TVA, they showed the drawer full of Infinity Stones. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. And they were all rendered useless. Yeah. But we still don't know 100% where the TVA is located. Yeah. Maybe the TVA is in the quantum realm and the Infinity Stones don't work there. That's just that's just an example. Okay. Okay. This Ultron that came through the portal mm-hmm. is not from this universe. It can't be. Because the timeline we were given... This was before Tony Stark would have created Ultron. Okay. Okay. Two, Tony Stark created Ultron in response to the attack on New York by Loki and the Chitauri. Mm-hmm. In this universe, Loki is not a bad guy. He's a frost giant, and he's uh, best friends with Thor. Yeah. He would have never attacked New York, thus never sparking Tony Stark and to create an Ultron in the first place. But when we've seen, like, Infinity War and Endgame and how come Thor, or not Thor, um, Thanos, how come the Infinity Stones were able to work on Earth? Like, It's still the same universe. Not a different planet. Universe. Okay. Okay. You, you said they can't work on the same universe, right? You're right. So how did they work in this universe? Like I, I don't that's understand. That's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to get. I'm getting there. Okay, okay. Patient, right. patience, young one. Oh, shut up. Okay, shut up. Patience. Okay. You derailed me. Where, where was I? You were talking about the fact that Loki is friends. Okay. With yeah, Thor yeah, yeah, and- yeah, 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 yeah. So, so um, in this universe, mm-hmm. in this timeline, mm-hmm. Tony Stark would had, would not have. Made Ultron. Made Ultron. Mm-hmm. So that's telling us that this Ultron came from another universe with Infinity Stones that are working. Oh. So in the MCU, Infinity Stones can be taken from one universe to the other. Yeah. And they can work. Yeah. Where in the comics, you can't do that. Okay. So they're they're changing the rules for the film universe. That's what I'm. That's what 
I'm getting from this, and that's what a lot of people are getting from this. Okay, okay. That since this Ultron used the Infinity Stones, he used them to create this portal and go to another universe, to another timeline. We're dealing with the multiverse here. Mm -hmm. Remember? Yeah. So he's able to come here. Now, here's further furthering along that theory. The next episode we get is the Ultron episode, correct? Mm -hmm. And we're going to find out how exactly he got the Infinity Stones and how exactly he got to where he is now. Yeah. Right? So if the Infinity Stones are able to take you from one universe to another and you're able to use those stones in both universes, you with me? Yeah. Who else did we see in this series with a full set of Infinity Stones? Zombie Thanos. I was just about to say Thanos. Zombie Thanos. Zombie Thanos. Had a full gauntlet. Mm-hmm. In the trailers. Now this could be this could be Disney trailer trickery, but in the trailers we've seen for the remaining episodes, there is a portion where we see the Dark Doctor Strange and Party Thor. Yeah. And Thor says, Oh, <laughs> zombies. That was a great idea. Yeah. Now that's either <clears throat> excuse that, me. That is either Doctor Strange and Thor going into that universe to get somebody. Mm-hmm. Or the zombie Thanos figured out a way to use his set of infinity stones to transcend different universes. And the zombies and Ultron are gonna be fighting each other, and our multiversal heroes are gonna be caught in the middle of it. Hmm. That's a good theory. You like that? Yep. That's a good theory. That's what that's that's where I think this is going. Yeah. We're gonna have an Ultron. A Infinity Stone Ultron versus a zombie Thanos. Because like you said, because when I seen that preview, I was like, wait a minute. I thought Doctor Strange was stuck in that, you know, bubble area or whatever. And you said you think that the Watcher, yeah, he's he's going to pick and choose, you know, out of which multiverse. Okay, I'm going to get this Thor. I'm going to get this Doctor Strange. Yep. You know. Yep. I see. I see. I love it. Yep. Well, I'm excited for tomorrow's episode. Tomorrow morning, we're yep. going to find out what's going on with Vision. Mm-hmm. And then we still have one more episode, which yeah. is going to, you know, which you would think would be the showdown, right? But we still haven't gotten a Gamora episode. What she might I? show up tomorrow. Maybe. That's possible. Maybe she'll show up. Because the, the zombie one, I think, is going to be the last one. Where, um, you know... Yeah, the, the final says, battle. Yeah. yeah, the Ultron and zombies and yeah. the whole shebang and yeah. the multiversal heroes coming together, together to save the day. And yeah. Well, we'll see that tomorrow. Yeah, we'll see. Anyways, <laughs> that's going to about wrap it up. No, no. Oh, I thought you were done. Nope. I have one more thing here. Oh, sorry. My bad. We're no. not wrapping it up. We are not wrapping it up. <laughs> no, one more thing. I got... And I tell you what, and if you want to go, because this last thing I have here is going to be spoilers for Venom 2 and possibly Spider-Man No Way Home. So if you don't want to catch any of that, then I'll see you next week. Leave us a like and a comment and all that happy shit. Other than that, stick around and here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Man No Way Home, Venom 2. 
Now, recently, they had a screening of Venom 2 in London, I believe. Yeah. Okay. And for this screening, for the fans, they showed the entire film, including the post-credit scenes. I thought we talked about this last week. No, hold on. Okay. Now, prior prior to um, that, yeah, we did, but hold on. Okay. Prior, prior to that filming, Tom Hardy came out and asked everyone to keep it quiet, yada, yada. Yeah. We had talked about that and how that, you know, somebody had filmed him talking about that and let that on out on the internet, right? Yeah. And we had some unconfirmed rumors of what was in that post credit scene. I have a more confirmed rumors of what's going on in that post credit scene. Okay. Okay. Plus a little bit of theory leading into what's going to be happening in the future. Okay. Okay. So, uh, at the end of Venom 2, the post-credit scene, we're going to see Eddie and Venom in a room of some sort watching TV. Then on the news, or on the TV, a news report comes up, and it's the same news report that we've seen at the end of Spider-Man Far From Home, where J. Jonah Jameson is up on the screen and tells the world that Spider-Man is Peter Parker, uh-huh. Right? Then Venom says something along the lines of, he looks tasty. Yeah. All right, following along. Now, majority, part of this theory I got from Pop Culture, uh, Brian on Pop Culture Leftovers, mm-hmm. he, he said this, um, that in the trailer that we got for Venom 2, there's a portion where they're in this church, and there's Venom and Carnage. And Venom sucks back up inside Eddie, and it's just Eddie standing there. Mm-hmm. And Venom goes, oh, that's a red one. <laughs> right? Yep. And then Eddie's like, come on, you got to come out here and help me. Come on, help me, help me. I will let you eat anybody you want. I will let you eat anybody. Right? Yeah. And then Venom was like, okay. And he comes out, and then they fight. What if that promise comes back? That promise that Eddie gave Venom that you can eat anybody. Now, I'm going to throw on top of what Brian had mentioned. Um, in another trailer, Venom, he had said something along the lines of, I'm hungry, and we should be out there snacking on bad guys. Yeah. Okay? Another important statement. Promise made to, to, to Venom by Eddie, and the Venom thinks that they should be snacking on bad guys. <clears throat> now, this news report at the end of the, in the post credit scene is painting Peter Parker as a bad guy. And Venom wants to eat him. And since he's painted as a bad guy, Eddie's going to agree with Venom to go after Mm Spider-Man. And then we'll get either a Spider-Man 4 or uh, Venom 3. And I'm thinking uh, that Tom Hardy just might show up in a post-credit scene in Spider-Man No Way Home. Tom Hardy was seen in a yeah, photograph recently. True. Probably like an end cre- um, post-credit scene or something. Right, right. Yeah. There was a photo that's since been taken down of Tom Hardy with the Spider-Man No Way Home cast and crew hat on. Mm-hmm. Right? In this post-credit scene, I, I'd speculated maybe we'll just see him showing up in New York 
right? Yeah. We'll see Tom Hardy arriving at the Daily Bugle in New York or something along those lines to tease the next iteration where uh, Spider-Man and Venom are finally going to come together. But Eddie Brock, he's he's a good guy. Right. So why would he want to go after <laughs> Peter Parker? Because right now, the world thinks he's a bad guy. Uh, the world thinks he right. murdered Mysterio. That's right, that's right, that's right. Right? Yep. Which is the plot of the whole next movie. Part of the plot of the whole next movie. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets arrested, and uh, uh, rumored that he's going to go to jail. So Venom doesn't know he's a good guy. That's true. That's true. Eddie doesn't know he's a good guy. He thinks he's a bad guy. Right? Mm-hmm. Hence why he'll probably, at the beginning, be going after him, and by the end of it, they'll be friends. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in the comics, they've teamed up together. I wish they would have done the team up between Venom and Spider-Man before they brought Carnage into the picture. Yeah. I hope they don't kill him off. I hope they keep him alive so they can maybe do a maximum Carnage down the road. Maximum Carnage is where Spider-Man and Venom had to team up to take him out. Because neither one of them alone could take him. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, that could be coming. Oh, Cletus Cassidy. Cletus Cassidy. And uh, that's all she wrote. That's all she wrote. (laughs) All right, so that about wraps it up. That about wraps it up. Yeah. But we hope you guys enjoyed. Um, And, yeah, keep keep an eye out for Squid Game. Check that out. Yes. Uh, Check out What If. And I tell you, one thing on Squid Game, if you were not hooked on the show by the end of the first episode, then you probably won't like it. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. But if you make it through that first episode and you want more, then you're in for the ride. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But, yeah, yeah. until next week. Until next week, I'm Fred. I'm Adrian. And we're, we're FNA. FNA. See you guys. We'll see you later. she wrote I, I said it's over you listen I, I appreciate you listen to the entire song I made it so I like that so I mean I kind of used Apple loops and stuff you know I didn't make everything but you know I still you know but this is it we're done next time